0: And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dump on the Up, ostensibly a baseball podcast, coming at you on a Saturday afternoon, which we usually do not do. Today is Saturday, October the 15th, 2022. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me today, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going?
1: Hey Joe, I'm doing well. Coming at you as usual from Brooklyn, New York. Where it's a nice, beautiful, sunny fall day. Something I usually up when we're podcasting, but um, it's pretty gorgeous out there right now. About 70 degrees, sunny as hell. Leaves falling from the sky. Although my ginkgo tree hasn't turned color yet. So oh, that's too- that's when that's when we know it's really fall. <clears throat> anyway, my hot take today has to do with the Mariners and the Phillies and it is that if the Mariners get eliminated in this round if they lose today and are eliminated then I will find myself in the unenviable position of rooting for the Philadelphia Phillies
0: <laughs> in
1: this postseason and if you are a listener of this show you know that I talk a lot of shit about the Phillies like a lot of shit about the Phillies so You would understand how uncomfortable that scenario makes me. Uh, It's just there's no other team in the playoffs other than the Mariners that I dislike less
0: than the Phillies right now. Uh, That's legitimate. That's fair. We're watching the Phillies right now. They're playing game four against the Atlanta Braves. They're up four to two in the fifth inning. If they win this game, they're in the NLCS. I don't hate the Phillies. I nothing the Phillies, right? Right. I neither hate nor like them. They're in the same category as maybe the Arizona Diamondbacks for me, where they're one of the last teams that I think of. Right. We make fun of them because they always are picking up the Yankees' spare parts like Joe Girardi. Right. But
1: they're the one team. And spending just like a ton of money on a terrible team. <laughs> right. <laughs> like a really old team. Like a really old, terrible team.
0: <laughs> but they've been the most impressive squad right now in the playoffs, as far as I can tell. And there's this scenario, because they've been looking dominant, they swept the Cardinals, I think they swept the Cardinals, in the wild card round. They're up 2-1 on the defending champion Braves. Then let's say they get the Dodgers. You could have the Phillies take out every super team en route to a World Series, right? Yeah. (laughs) And then let's say Astros in the World Series. And it'd be fun if they just dominated all of them.
1: Yeah, so I got the Phillies are my team in the National League right now, and the Mariners are my team in the American League. So we'll see how that goes.
0: Yeah, uh, <clears throat> shout out to Thomas. He's not on. He's you know, it's kind of a challenge podcasting from three separate time zones. We haven't been doing a great job of coordinating our activities lately but shout out to thomas who is in seattle at what's it called pioneer plaza drinking a bloody mary right now getting ready for mariner's astros this afternoon so right i uh i feel like we
1: should get a fourth person on the podcast from the mountain time zone Right. we need someone we just to uh, really <laughs> really cover all our bases
0: (laughs) make make scheduling the podcast absolutely impossible
1: yeah Yeah. (laughs) and they're a rockies fan probably
0: they're a rockies fan yeah (laughs) right and they'd have to have a really weird job like nighttime janitor or something like that (laughs)
1: like well no i think that if we you know i think that for thomas it's the hard- thomas and me it's the hardest because that's the biggest gap
0: right the three hour time
1: difference so it's like you know we start podcasting at nine thirty eastern time which is like a little late and then we start podcasting at six
0: thirty pacific time and that's a little early you know what i mean right he's got to get dinner ready for his kids but you've got to yeah. go to bed
1: yeah. You know, eventually at some point.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, and I have to wake up at five in the morning to go. Right. The That's the other thing. Anyway, <clears throat> we'll stop talking about that, but go Mariners. Uh, that'll be. Yeah. we're. St- I'm really, I'm really
1: like really rooting for the Mariners because I really don't want to root for the Phillies.
0: <laughs> um my name is Joel. I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. It's very beautiful here, a little chilly, 55, nice fall weather. Shout out to the hometown Illinois Illini, who just about an hour ago beat the Minnesota Golden Gophers, Ooh. who advanced to six and one on the season, which is the best the Illini have been in a long time. So, good for them. Uh, but my hot take is actually about oh. the other football league, the NFL. And here's something I've noticed. Really, it's a shout out to all my Twitter friends who are Chicago Bears fans. I am not a Chicago Bears fan, but Why I would you be exactly? They're like
1: the Mets of the NFL.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love watching the uh, mass emotional roller coaster that. All the people I follow on Twitter who are Bears fans go on every Bears game. They lost to the Vikings last Sunday, and it started off with like, let's go get them, guys. We're going to show Minnesota. Let's beat them. And then Minnesota rushed up to a 21-0 lead, and it was like, fire the team. The quarterback sucks. The Bears suck. This team is trash. Why do we even do that? Then the second half, the Bears made a crazy comeback. And the fans were all like, Yeah, let's go. The quarterback's awesome. Let's go, Bears. They take the lead, and then the Vikings score a touchdown with less than two minutes left to win. Uh-huh. So <laughs> it was just a great glass cage of emotion that every Chicago Bears fan was on and they go through it over and over again. I don't know why. Yeah. Why would anyone be a Bears fan? Why would anybody be an NFL fan either? That's my question. It makes them all so angry and miserable every week.
1: I don't know. I had a pretty good run as a Patriots fan, not going to lie.
0: Right. When they were winning Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl. It
1: It was like a solid 20 years of dominance, you know? Right. And at
0: worst you lose the Super Bowl.
1: Right. Yeah. At, at worst we like win the division and lose in the championship series or something like that.
0: Right. How many <clears throat> how many seasons in a row did the Patriots get at least to the AFC championship game? Had yeah. Been a lot. <laughs> it was a it was a good run, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> right. Un- unlike the Bears who lost the 0-4 super bowl i believe it was maybe it was the 06 super bowl rex grossman yeah 07 super bowl the 2007 super bowl because i was on my couch hopped up on opiates from back surgery and had no idea what i was watching i basically hallucinating that super bowl nice yeah anyway go bears Shout out to our listeners. Our last podcast was about two weeks ago, right before the playoffs, the MLB playoffs started. So we're going to talk. That's my fault. No, I mean, like I said, it's really hard to coordinate our times right now. Um, Thanks for everybody who listened. Champaign, Illinois, Painesville, Ohio. I got to put that one on my map. Is that close to Zanesville? I wonder if, and there's also a Jamesville somewhere out there also. In Ohio? Wisconsin, I think. Uh, Cutter, Doha Cutter, shout out. uh, Support human rights, I guess. Charlotte, North Carolina, Melbourne, Australia, Pawtucket, Rhode Island, McHenry, Illinois, Dayton, Ohio, Philadelphia, go Phillies, Seattle, go Mariners, Portugal, Denmark, Mountain View, California. Thank you so much for listening. Please continue to do so. Follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Up, Facebook at Dump on the Up. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify. No, no, don't.
1: Oh, I know. I said, oh, you oh. should
0: listen to us on all those places. Uh, well, I thought there was something like I thought you had some kind of moral objection to Spotify. Uh, no, no, okay, nope. good uh soundcloud whatever uh cool we're gonna talk some baseball sam are you ready Just
1: quick update Painesville is not near zanesville Painesville,
0: Painesville is not
1: Painesville Painesville Paine. is way up north north of cleveland
0: oh interesting yeah zanesville is southeast i think <coughs> hey
1: in case you were wondering
0: there's a cat outside my window that i've never seen before hey cat hello how's it going that's cool all right, let's talk some baseball. You want to take this first? No, first headline is to me, my bad. Mets. Oh, fuck, the Mets. We say it every week, the Mets are going to Met, and the Mets managed to do it again. After winning 101 games during the regular season, the New York Mets lost their wild card series two games to one to the San Diego Padres. In game one, starter Max Scherzer went four-plus innings gave up seven runs and seven hits to get the loss. They won game two behind DeGrom, but then in game three, the Mets only got one hit and no runs and got ran out of fucking city field. So, Sam, my question to you is, how do you think Steve Cohen is feeling about right now? You know, I feel like this is, is what, his second season? in a third. I mean, he might have started in the COVID year, I forget.
1: Um, I think that he's probably not feeling too good, Joel. I'll be honest. I, you know, I, I said it last time, and I think that we, you know, I got to stick with it. It's like, you win 100 games, you can't, <clears throat> um, you can't count that season as a failure, you know what I mean? But, that being said, in the last month, they lost the division and now they've <clears throat> got run out of the wild card game um with home field advantage also uh, and you know max scherzer laid an egg and that was you know cohen's big feather in his cap from this past off season uh and then they look so i mean i don't want to take anything away from joe musgrove who pitched an amazing game in game three but <clears throat> man the met's sucked in game three they just sucked so bad um it was it was like the there was no wind in those sails whatsoever i know city field was like you know they were getting into it with padres players and padres players were like getting into it with the fans and the fans were letting them like get all riled up it was just a bad show across the board you know right um it just seemed like uh it seemed, it was a poor, it was a poor showing. It was like a really kind of embarrassing way to end the season, I think.
0: 162 games and you've got a win or go home, deciding game three at home and you lay an egg as an entire team. Right. Like one that, hit. One hit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you said it, I I just want to, Repeat because that's what I was going to say. Yeah, they won 101 games, but no division championship, no, no pennant, no league championship. Yep. Don't even get out of the wild card round. Yep. Like that sucks. That sucks for the Mets. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you know, Steve
1: Cohen's probably not feeling great right now, and I think he's probably, you know. I don't know what the Mets can do, really. I, we'll see who they go off after in this offseason.
0: Yeah, $500 million to Alan Judge. Do it. Yeah, maybe.
1: Yeah. They didn't, they... Who was in their outfield?
0: Conforto, Nimmo. Alonzo's first base, isn't he?
1: First base, yeah. They got uh, Ozuna. Ozuna.
0: I mean... That's not bad. Do they have Conforta? I thought they did. <clears throat> Let's look that up real quick. How are you feel about the Padres? I don't like the Padres. I'll tell you why. Yeah. Fuck Manny
1: Machado, who single-handedly ended Dustin Pedroia's playing career with oh. a dirty-ass slide that took, like, caused him to have six knee surgeries. Fuck that guy. And his bullshit Padres team. I hope he has a horrible injury himself.
0: I forgot. And then
1: loses that. all his money.
0: <laughs> I forgot. Fucking hate I forgot that guy. About your hatred of uh, I I knew you hated Manny Machado. I forgot about the reason why you hated Manny Machado. Right? Okay. All right. Any other reason why fuck the Padres? Uh, no, not really. Okay. <laughs> Because they've got, they're up against the Dodgers right now in their series. And I think that series is tied. Can you check that? Um, what? No, it's two to one Padres. Two to one Padres, yeah. Yeah. So
1: that could be a huge upset. The only series that's tied right now is the, the Yankees uh, Indian. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, Mets outfield Mark Canna, Tyler Naquin, Brandon Nimmo. Terrence Gore, Starling Marte.
1: Starling Marte, not Ozuna. Not I don't know why I get those guys confused.
0: And are they about the same age? Yeah. Yeah. Both, both NL East guys. Yep. So here's the other thing about the playoffs before we move on, because the Mets are sitting at home watching the Phillies and the Braves, their East division rivals. Yeah. And in the other DS, we've got the Dodgers and the Padres, you know, bitter NL West division rivals. This season, at least, that was dominated by the Dodgers, who won the division over the Padres by 22 games. And now, one more win in <clears throat> Diego, and the Dodgers are out, right? And the Phillies, right. the Phillies finished 14 games behind both Atlanta and the New York Mets. All I'm saying is, all you've got to do is get in that wild card round, and then you have no idea what's going to happen. Right. You know? both the- um
1: exactly yeah yeah do you well you know the I mean the Mets they came apart at the end yes and that's you know the Phillies and the Padres just kind of were putting it together at the end mm-hmm. same with the Braves but <clears throat> I mean the Braves it's not looking good for them right now
0: nope they got two innings they got six outs to make up this four two deficit they're in the seventh inning stretch right now somebody for the la times wrote this uh column that everyone on twitter is making fun of right now arguing that the the dodgers should just be made the champions because of how great they were in the regular season i haven't read that because they this historic, they were, you know, statistically a historically great team, like a top five or top six regular season time uh, regular season team of all time. Just crown them champions and forget about the playoffs. That's what they're saying? Yeah. With the Dodgers down two to one. The Dodgers down two to one, with the Dodgers now, two to one <clears throat> in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes <laughs> So everyone's laughing. Ha ha, laughing at their expense. All right. Let's talk about the Mariners.
1: Okay. This one's for Thomas, who's not here right now because he's at the game.
0: On his third or fourth bloody Mary right now. I think he's at the
1: game. Game's about to start.
0: Oh, okay, good. Um, so the Seattle Mariners
1: are about to play their first home playoff game in 21 years this afternoon. The game starts in one minute, actually. Oh, sweet, um, against the Houston Astros, Seattle swept the Toronto Blue Jays in the wild cards round, but now find themselves down 0 2 against Houston and are needing a win to stave off elimination. So, Joel, yeah, the question to you is, how do you think Thomas is feeling right now?
0: He texted us that he's about to both, so right, that's exciting, but that
1: I don't know how many Bloody Marys he's had
0: exactly. <laughs> Well, somebody else uh, tweeted this a while ago that I thought was interesting and could have come out of Thomas's mouth almost. Someone tweeted, I almost like it better when my team is not in the playoffs. Yeah. Because of the stress and the anxiety that it causes. Um, Right. And the Mariners particularly have had a very dramatic, stressful postseason. They made right. a historic comeback in game one against the Blue Jays to win that game, game two, 10 to nine. And then they had a, the Astros made a historic comeback against Seattle in their season. They came
1: back against Seattle in both games. Seattle was yeah, up in yeah, both the both second games.
0: one. Yeah, the second one was at least not a historical comeback, but was still a right. comeback. Like, you look at that that game one, you look at the the little graph that, you know, odds of winning the game as it goes, yeah.
1: down,
0: and it goes from, like, 99 to zero immediately. Yeah. Um, and Jordan Alvarez, that guy is the fucking man. Yeah,
1: and I'm going to say this only because Thomas is not on the podcast right now, and he won't listen to it, but what is that guy, a free agent, because I'd like to oh. pick him up. <laughs> Yeah. I'd like to see that guy in a Red Sox uniform. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, that guy is the man. I know that he he had this in him for a long time. Um, Yeah. But yeah, he is just fucking crushing it right now for the Astros. I don't believe this, but I feel like I have to say this because Thomas isn't here. The only reason he's hitting those home runs is because they're banging on trash cans or they have some kind of buzzer system you think let's see him do it on the road that's what I, that's all i'm saying when they're not gotcha. when they're not in what's it called minute made Park, which the astros have probably had the cia like do some complex wiretapping so they can right
1: scroll. now the it's the kgb
0: kgb there you go yeah, like yeah.
1: <laughs> they're like just passing jugs of piss through the wall and they're like why are we
0: doing this exactly and the kgb is like don't ask any question give me pee and <laughs> uh, uh, Houston Astros are secretly funding Putin's war in Ukraine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um oh shit I had a good question for you though and I just forgot about it about Jordan Alvarez and the Astros it'll come to me news, I mean the News have been playing really well um yeah, right. it just sucks to have those two, like, crushing losses. Um, and I've read other people have been saying, you know, Astros in four, because this is what happened to the White Sox against Houston last year. We got, Except we got our butt kicked, I'll be honest. We got our butt kicked in the two games in Houston. And then came home, had the home crowd for game three, won game three in dramatic fashion and then lost in game four because right. he was good. Just
1: so sick of seeing those guys in the championship series.
0: Right. Everyone is. Right? I mean, I, you know, if it's, and we should talk about the other ALDS, I guess, but if it's Astros-Yankees, that sucks. Nobody wants Astros Yankees. Yeah. That's so fucking boring, you know? So fucking boring. Um, but maybe we'll have the Cleveland Guardians. Cleveland beat the Yankees. And uh, what's the score in that series? Is that 2-1 now? Well, and wait, what? The Yankees? It's 1-1. One one. Okay, so game three is tonight. Uh yep. Yep, game three is tonight. Luis Severino on the hill for the Yankees. Tristan McKenzie on the hill for the Cleveland Guardians. Um, you know I fucking hate Josh Naylor, right? Right. But that guy is pretty clutch. He came up with a couple of big hits for Cleveland in game two. And I really like Jose Ramirez. I know Cleveland is a Chicago White Sox division rival, but go Cleveland right now! If
1: yeah, I uh, you know I just feel like they're a little too close to their Indians name for me to be able to root for them. Oh, also, yeah. fuck that guy Josh Naylor.
0: Fuck Josh Naylor. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I like Tito uh, Francona. You know I'm a I'm a fan, right? The um, job too. What's that?
0: He's been doing a really good job, also.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, uh, I think that the Indians probably have the, or sorry, <laughs> the <Yeah>. Guardians. <laughs> See, still too close. Um, <laughs> I think the Guardians probably have the best pitching in the in the playoffs right now. Um they're pitching so good. But they can't hit the ball. Like no, the no. only reason that they have to, I mean, I'll look it up. They have to have scored the fewest runs you know, of any of these playoff teams by a million.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well they finished the regular season either 28th or 29th in home runs. Right. Like, they're above average in batting average and on-base percentage. So, they get a lot of singles and they get a lot of walks. But they do not have a power-hitting team outside of, I guess, Jose Ramirez. And not even Josh Naylor. Like, that's why I hate Josh Naylor, is you look at his stats and he's not good. But whenever I watch him play against the Chicago White Sox, he turns into Babe fucking Ruth for some stupid reason. Yeah. But I'll root for Cleveland against the Yankees and I would probably root for Cleveland against the Houston Astros. The one thing, okay, back to Houston for a second. Oh.
1: What? Cleveland scored more has scored more runs than the Mariners.
0: Well, slow down because they both played two because everybody's played different amounts of games, right? Because Cleveland beat Tampa Bay that one game that went 15 innings that they won 1-0. Right. Uh, But they swept Tampa Bay and Seattle swept Toronto. So how does that work? When did Cleveland score all these runs? If uh, Seattle won that one game against the Blue Jays 10-9, I believe the same. Oh,
1: I'm talking about during the regular season.
0: Oh, during the regular season. Gotcha. Okay. I thought you to meant the playoffs. They scored, I think,
1: eight more runs than Seattle during the regular season.
0: Okay. So Seattle doesn't score a lot of runs either. No. Yeah. That's too bad. I really need a Julio Rodriguez moment. That's what I want to have. I need that guy to have a big, big coming out party. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. We're a pro Julio Rodriguez podcast. Yes, it is definitely a pro Julio Rodriguez podcast. Um, Shit. I had another question about the Houston Astros that I wanted to ask you, and I'm hoping that I remember it and I'm not going to. What do you, do you think, have I talked to you, asked you about this? Do you think the White Sox should let Jose Abreu walk? Um. Is he, Is his contract up? Didn't they just yeah. sign him to a yeah. big contract? He signed a three a big three year contract three years ago. Uh, He's a free agent now. Uh, do you guys have a young guy in your pipeline? It would be Andrew Vaughn. He's not in. Uh-huh. It would be the argument is right now they usually play Vaughn in Right Field, and he is like the worst defensive right fielder in MLB. Um, Vaughn is. Yeah. And, so,
1: but he's a natural first baseman.
0: Natural first baseman. Right. Uh-huh. He played in the minors. So the argument
1: he he's got a pretty good bat,
0: right? He's got a really good bat, right. Yeah. And so the argument is let Abreu walk move Vaughn to first base and then go on. Sign the- Aaron Judge. Sign Aaron Judge, exactly. <laughs> If you do that, I won't be as upset. I don't want to bring you to walk for nostalgic reasons. Right. Um, but also, okay, maybe... He didn't have a great year this year, though, did he? He had a great year. He should have been an all-star. Oh, he did. Yeah, he had a great year. He led the team in batting average. Uh, I think he was second in OPS+. plus. I think he was second in RBIs. Like, on a year where so many of the White Sox offensive players didn't show up at all. Jose Abreu showed up. He was also the only guy not to get hurt. I think he played like right. 50 games at least this season.
1: So, so it's probably got a good market for him. He only had 15 home runs, though.
0: So. Correct. Right. And that's one that's like a, a career low for him. Right. And he's he's about to turn 36. This will be his age 36 season. So the argument against him is he's about to fall off a cliff. Like if his power is gone, his, you know, can you sustain a 305 batting average and do you want him just hitting singles and doubles? But right. I would just move Andrew Vaughn to DH. Like making DH, everyday DH. And then when a brave sits out, put him at first base and then go sign a right field.
1: Sign Aaron Judge. We're talking about Aaron Judge.
0: We're talking about Aaron Judge. Sign Aaron Judge. Come on, White Sox. Sign Aaron Judge. Or Jordan Alvarez.
1: Or Jordan. Well, the Jordan Alvarez is a DH. I'm yeah, sure.
0: Yeah. They also, the other argument is move Eloy Jimenez to DH. But that's only because... He is not a bad outfielder. He has bad highlights in outfield because he does things like run into the net and like tear his lateral reaching over the wall in spring training. So people think he's a bad outfielder, but he's actually not. He's very average. Whereas right. Andrew Vaughn is like the worst starting right fielder in baseball.
1: Right. Yeah, I'd let a Bray walk. What I mean, what are they gonna sign him to another three year deal? I'm like, he won't take less than that. Right. And if you got a guy knocking at the door, like major league ready who plays first base, I think you make that move.
0: Yeah. They got the Cola, <clears throat> who is they like in the minor leagues who could take over in right field, but you know, he's not Aaron Judge. Sign Aaron Judge. <laughs> Right, yeah. Open up your pocketbooks and sign Aaron Judge. All right, that's all I got. Did we forget to talk about anything? Uh,
1: because... nope. Go Guardians. Go Mariners. Go Phillies.
0: Phillies, yeah. <laughs> go Guardians. Go Mariners. Go Phillies. Question mark. I'm at the point where I'm gonna start rooting for in the. You know, I like Dusty Baker manager of houston astros really yeah
1: i don't dislike him but i don't get what the hype is all about
0: oh i know i think he's just like been around for a really long time is old has managed lots of teams but has never won a world series so it'd be nice right but it's
1: like i mean people are like oh he's such a great manager i feel like his career wins loss is like he's at 500 you oh, know what I mean yeah probably. like he's managed like a million games and he's 500,000 and 500,000 you <laughs> know what I mean it's like <laughs> I don't I don't see it you know
0: uh, yeah uh, I see your point like don't confuse longevity for greatness I guess right exactly is that the argument uh, <laughs> all right Houston and Seattle are starting right about now. Actually, they're in the bottom of the um, bottom of the first zero zero. All right. Can you look up look up Dusty Baker's career win loss? I'm trying to find that. I'm really curious. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dump on um, um, Ostensibly a Baseball Podcast. We're going to have to grab Thomas after the game sometime and give us, you know, his recap. And uh, the NFL is happening. Who cares? College football is happening. Go Illinois. Oregon has a bye week this week, so they're not doing anything. Well,
1: no, no, I we mean, just doing okay. What's his 2093 wins, 1790 losses. Oh, that's pretty good. Good for
0: a good for a um 539.
1: 539. I mean 539. Oh. And you know, the last three seasons he's been on that powerhouse Aspen. Cleveland team. So yeah. he really juked his stats there. He like added a hundred wins to his win loss.
0: You know, what do managers do anyway? Right. Oh, okay. I've got one more hot take and then we should sign off. What was that game I was watching? The Mariners-Astros game two, where they put in Robbie Ray. No, it's game one, the one they lost on the walk-off, where they've got two outs, two on, and Alvarez up. And he pulls uh, Sewell, his closer, who had been playing badly, I'll grant you that, and puts in Robbie Ray, who has been bad, is not a closer, and throws one pitch, and Alvarez walks off the Astros. I mean, walks off the Mariners. Like, why do you play – why you, as a major league baseball manager, Spend the entire regular season playing one way that proves to be very successful. And then you do something completely out of nowhere that backfires on you. I'm surprised, anyway. Yeah, of course Robbie Ray is going to give up that home run. Uh, That was so frustrating. Anyway, baseball is weird. Weird sport. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we will see you again. Uh, hopefully later this week, maybe next week when we're in the championship series. For Sam, my name is Joel. Have a great evening and a pleasant tomorrow.